think about that and how these small wins help make the relationship stronger and stronger so that you can really be your truest, most authentic self. If you can't work through the small things, you won't be able to work through the big things. We're also not really getting a whole lot of input in terms of role modeling within a relationship and how they deal with money. If you are able to communicate well and have a great marriage, then you can outlast times with no money. But having lots of money won't necessarily help a bad relationship. Welcome to the Rad Money Podcast. We're your hosts, Dylan and Rebecca, and, and we're, we're Rad, Rad coaches. coaches. Early on in our relationship, we decided that we didn't want to become a divorce statistic because we weren't on the same page about finances. Now we've been together for 10 years, married for six, and we help millennial couples manage money together so they can build wealth and strengthen their marriage just like we have. So do you and your spouse want to build wealth together? Do you want to design a life where you don't have to worry about money? Do you want complete confidence in your financial future? If you're like us, you want all of the above. But how do you get on the same page so you can start building wealth without feeling awkward or worse, starting an argument? In this podcast, we'll help you set your finances and your marriage up for success. So you can focus on the more important things in life, like quality time with each other and living a life of purpose. Welcome to today's episode where we're going to be talking about why is it so hard to talk about money with your spouse, but you know what doesn't have to be hard? Budgeting. Now you might be living with the belief that budgeting is hard. Well, I'm here to tell you it's not. And we walk you through how to budget step-by-step in our budgeting course. You might think that budgeting is dumb, but you know what isn't dumb? Financial freedom. And the only way that you can get to financial freedom is by budgeting. Otherwise, you're gonna be broke. (laughs) All right, so we're obviously having way too much fun recording these episodes and kind of playing fun at these sales pitches, but for real. The reason that we always bring it up is because we know how important this is. And we do know that without this basic tool, without knowing how to do this really important skill, you are really going to struggle to reach your financial goals. So check out the course. Yes. Or you're going to be, as Dylan says, blah, 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 broke. But all right, let's move on to today's episode. Yeah. So today's just a discussion about why it's so stinking hard to have a conversation about money, especially when it's with your spouse, but really anybody. I mean, it's just hard to talk about money. This is hard for a lot of people. They don't want to do it, whether it's because it's awkward, it's difficult. You don't want to serve negative emotions. So we don't have these very important conversations about money, but everybody knows they should be doing it. So how do you do it properly? And that's what today's episode is all about, is giving you the tools so that you can start having these positive conversations searching the progress that you need. Exactly. We all know that we should be talking about money more, but it really comes down to how. How do I actually do it without just ruining the evening? You know, like it's serving Scrooge McDuck, you know, (laughs) like it's not serving sexy. So anytime we bring up this conversation without knowing really how to do it, we are kind of walking on eggshells or just full on avoiding it. And that's really not healthy. It's going to stagnate your ability to build wealth. And so that's why we're talking about this today. We want to teach you how you should be coming to the conversation and how to have the conversation, not what to talk about or why this is really the house. You're going to want to save this one. This one's going to be good. (laughs) Yeah, because this is really like this is the baseline to everything. Think about it this way. If you are able to communicate well and have a great marriage, then you can outlast times with no money. But having lots of money 
won't necessarily help a bad relationship. So you got to really think about this. Like if you can communicate about money and have good, like, and have good dialogue about everything in your relationship, actually, then you're going to be setting yourself up for success in a lot of ways here. So this is just one of the many difficult conversations that you have to have, and we want you to make it as easy as possible. What's really cool about this, too, is that these principles here for how to have this conversation, they bleed over into pretty much any difficult conversation that you need to have. Totally. Um, anytime that you need to open up, feel vulnerable, and it's a hard conversation, these skills are going to be translatable. And so that's why this is it is so fundamental. We know that money, how important money is. But when we learn to master talking about these sorts of conversations that are uncomfortable, then it helps us to have other uncomfortable conversations that yeah. are just necessary to your life because life is challenging. There's a lot of really big things that you're going to have to deal with in your marriage. And so it's just a really great skill to have. Yes. And I want to pick up on one word that you said, and it was vulnerable. Mm -hmm. These conversations about money are extremely vulnerable because we, we say this all the time. Money is connected to everything and it's going to be connected to your your deepest desires and your deepest fears. And so all of this is going to be very vulnerable. So as you're getting going, and we're going to walk through this today, understanding that this will be difficult for some of you, but it's how you get through it or the tools that you use to get through it that will be really helpful so that you can feel safe enough to have these vulnerable conversations. Because like we've said in every episode beforehand and in this episode already, if you can talk about the money, you're going to go a lot further together than if you don't. Absolutely. And so many people that we talk to, they want to have an abundance mindset, right? They, they don't want to have a scarcity mindset or mm -hmm. a poor money mindset. But really, if you want that abundance mindset, I'm saying mindset a million times, but if you want to be in that more abundant space, then you have to learn how to talk about money in a productive, healthy manner, because that is the abundance. That is the elevated consciousness. It is this higher self mm -hmm. as opposed to avoidance and negativity and scarcity and all of that, right? So this is part of that having a healthy money mindset too, is just how to actually talk about it in a way that is inviting and safe and I can be vulnerable and all that sort of stuff. So there's just, there's so much going on here. It's so exciting to be sharing with you how to do this because I think if you listen to this episode today and you apply what we're going to be teaching you, it is going to transform the way that you talk to your spouse about money. Mm -hmm. Yes, so these conversations are extremely important, but we've never learned how to have these conversations. And so it's like no one's ever taught us this sort of thing. And so we're kind of in the dark. You have mm -hmm. to figure it out. And figuring it out on your own is difficult. And you're gonna, it's messy and you're going to make mistakes. And there's a, that's why people want to avoid it. They don't even want to talk about money sometimes because it's just like, oh, I really don't want to start a fight. I'm just going to go do something else instead. I just want to avoid this yeah. conversation. Full on. Yeah. So it, it gets really scary to have these conversations because it's, it's going to get real. It is, but we haven't been taught how, and it, it makes perfect sense, right? We all know we didn't get uh, the financial education that maybe we feel like we should have throughout public education or even through college. Yep. And so we, we're all very aware that the overall financial literacy on a grand scale and on an individual scale is, is pretty low for most people. And so we know that. We also know that we are 
brought up being told straight up, just like, don't talk about money. So not only are we not learning about it in our school systems, but we don't get to benefit from like what what we get to in a lot of other areas of life, whereas we just get to learn about it like socially, yep. you know, and through like just community. But we're told not to talk about it. So it's straight up. You don't get to learn from anywhere unless you go out and seek the information independently and piece it all together very slowly, very messily. And mm-hmm. so... Again, it just means you don't know really how to have the conversation in a way that feels good and where you're not just constantly like, yeah, I'd rather not. And that unfortunately leads to only talking about it when it's negative, when things are not going the way you want them to. Right. And then that like that alone becomes an association that every money conversation is negative mm-hmm. and that if we're going to talk about money, it's going to be something bad. It's, it's never about the good stuff. Yep. It's always about the bad things that are going on. Yeah. And so now it becomes its own cycle of, well, money is negative. We're not going to talk about it. Back because, to that scarcity right. mindset. Yeah, so we're just going to avoid the conversation. We aren't going to talk about it unless it's bad, but we don't want to talk about it because it's bad. It's just, it's messy when you start to get into that loop. Well, it's a, yeah, it is a loop. Yep. It is a loop. It's a cycle. Then on top of that, so that's like the money part of it. But then you look at the actual like relationship side of it. Like, so we say, okay, we don't talk about money. We're not educated about money. We're also not really getting a whole lot of input in terms of role modeling for relationships, much Mm -hmm. less role modeling within a relationship and how they deal with that money. Because, you know, growing up, I know for most people, money was viewed as a quote unquote adult issue. And so you really didn't see your parents talking about money very often for them. Like I would for most people I've talked to, like pretty much everybody that I've talked to, everybody that I've coached, they didn't see their parents really talking about money again unless it was a problem. The only time they saw it or heard it was when there was an issue, like a negative problem. And so, again, that builds negative associations. It builds like, I, we just, nope, we just totally keep it separate. We're working on different games because you only have a negative pattern that you've ever seen. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I really remember what my parents would, if they would talk about money in front of us. And I don't really remember anything in particular other than like, you know, there was a check that went into the the Sunday offering basket at church. Like that's yeah. that's as close as it got to seeing money in the house. And then maybe around taxes, you know, there was just mm-hmm. talk about taxes. But beyond that, I mean, I don't think in our household it was it was pretty hush Bunned hush. Up. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a non issue. I know my parents in terms of like what was going on with the finances wasn't something super discussed, but I do remember just like, you know, my mom very much stuck to a budget at the grocery store and I Mm. noticed those sorts of things and that sort of thing. But as far as like their dynamic and how like they were making decisions together and what that was like, that wasn't ever modeled for me. And and, and again, this is something that I hear all the time from all of my clients. The only things that they ever picked up were negative. And and what that ends up doing is saying either I want to be the exact opposite of them if you're conscious you know, usually like if you're conscious of it and then or the alternative is you just end up doing repeating it, repeating the pattern and doing the same thing. And which is like assuming that you just don't talk about it, because if you talk about it, it's a fight. Yeah. So, yeah. So you just don't get really a lot of guidance in terms of relationships and how to manage money within the relationship. And so it just makes sense why, again, we don't know how to do this. 
So if you've ever felt like you don't know how to do this, just know that you're like, you're so not alone. It's, it's really a consistent thing. And that's why we're here. That's why we're talking about this today. Right. One other thread that I really want to pull on is what's at the root of the avoidance of the conversation and what's really going on there. And it's avoiding the conversation because it makes you uncomfortable, because you're going to disagree, because Uh you're going to argue. And what I really want to say to you is that's okay. It's okay to be uncomfortable. You have to be able to figure out how to work through it. Because, you know, I mean, of course, full-on fights are not okay. That's not what we're saying. You know, we're not getting into yelling matches and, you know, Yeah, going. that's definitely, when emotions are high, nothing, nothing positive is going to be said, but you're also not going to be solution-oriented once you get there. For sure. And, you know, and so we're not talking about going toe-to-toe and, like, anything like that is okay. Absolutely not. You need to respect your spouse. But it is okay to disagree. And it's okay to be a little bit uncomfortable. And then and there's actually a lot to be gained through learning how to navigate through that as a couple and come out the other side. Yeah. I, full transparency, we had a full-on disagreement about the direction of this episode. Full-on. But we were in the middle of the disagreement, and I've just learned this about our relationship. Rebecca was like, should we walk away? And I go, no, we need to finish this because it's always better when we get through it. And so the irony is, like, I've seen the pattern so many times now. I was just like, we got to face this thing head on. Rebecca's usually the one who's like, let's get this over with. But yesterday, I was the one who said, let's, no, we'll finish it. We'll get through it. And it always, it always seems as though through the disagreement, an even better solution is found because we both really, like, we're passionate about it. We're getting our ideas out there. Maybe they're slightly different. That's okay. Because at the end, it ends up being something even better. Yeah. What we realized is, like, we just both wanted to be right. No. And, yeah, that's not us at all. But we just both wanted to be right and get our way. And so first, you know, we realized what was going on. But our tactics are kind of, there's two ways that we go about it. Either we just like recenter and say, hey, let's just work through it. Like, we've got this. I care about you. We're, let's just figure this out right now. Mm-hmm. And then the other is, if it's too much, then maybe we step away and let's just try again tomorrow. You know? And so within those two strategies, we ended up working it out and it, and it was fine. And we were so excited about the direction that we chose for this. But absolutely, like the disagreements are important to have. It is where the growth lives is on the other side of that uncomfortable phase. But yeah. really just don't buy into the lie that good relationships don't take work. And totally. that just because That's you- That's a horrible yeah. mistruth or whatever you want to call it. It's just not, it's not true at all. It isn't at all. And that applies to your money as well. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to take some work. And that's, that's just okay. Yeah. And I would say like, be okay with bringing up the small disagreements because for a couple of reasons, but really the most important one is don't let it boil up and get, yeah. become a big disagreement. Address it as soon as possible because it's going to be a smaller thing. It might be slightly uncomfortable, but it's, I'd rather get like a slap on the wrist than a full on like a slap on in- the wrist. <laughs> I'm not your nun I don't know. teachers I just, from I'm back in the with, day, babe. I'm I'm really bad with analogies, but it was like a slap, on, so the, bad with slap on the wrist versus like a punch in the face though. You know, it's like, I rather- I'm not doing any of those things to my husband. <laughs> Please do not call. <laughs> okay, babe, the analogies have gone okay, too far. Okay, well, maybe we'll <laughs> drop it. I don't know. I need you to confess that this has never happened. <laughs> this has never happened. I'm, my point, my point was, my point was that it's just right. 
dealing with a small problem is just going to be a lot easier than a big problem. No, totally. (laughs) I mean, in our marriage, I think that mastering this skill over the past six years of our marriage has absolutely made it easier when some really bigger things have happened. Right. And we felt safe enough to say, hey, you know what? This is going on for me. And I'm sorry, but we built this space of trust and safety and ability to be open and it made it easier to get through. And so you just need to like, whatever that is for you, think about that and how these small wins help make the relationship stronger and stronger so that you can really be your truest, most authentic self. Yeah. Because if you can't work through the small things, you won't be able to work through the big things either. And we're we're saying it's okay to have the disagreement. Like, don't get to the yelling match. Don't fight. Mm-hmm. But, like, work through that because it, it's it's such a valuable skill because no, no relationship's perfect, and you're going to come across it eventually if you haven't at this point. Yeah. So you got to be there and be ready for it. Yeah. Okay, so those are the really the biggest reasons why we think it's so hard to talk about money. And some mm-hmm. of them are specific to your spouse and within your marriage, but a lot of it, you can probably... Look at it for any relationship that you're in. Why it's hard to talk to anybody about money because you aren't practiced at it. You're told not to. You aren't educated about it. Right, right. All these different things. So if you've ever felt like, oh, you know, I I really should talk about money more, but it's just so hard. Like, don't beat yourself up for feeling that way because it's perfectly normal. Yes. And and know that like the hardest part about this is if you aren't having these conversations yet, the hardest part is just starting the conversation. And like once you take that first step, it's going to get easier. So know that it over time, it's going to be more fluid and just more comfortable. But be be willing to take that step and say, I'm going to have that conversation with my, my partner. And the more conversations that you have with either your spouse or other people, the more you're going to learn. And so the better those conversations are going to be. Yes. So your financial literacy conti- starts to climb the more and more you talk about money. It's Get inc- rid of the taboo. Yeah, it's incredible how literally just talking about it with your friends, your family, your peers, everybody, like it just makes it so much easier. And then you can stop feeling those negative emotions and it can become just like this positive thing. It takes the sting out. You yeah. Know? It's I mean, like it- the antidote. It's almost as if you finally talk about something, it, you put parameters around it. Like when you're just thinking about it and you don't really acknowledge it at all, it seems way bigger and scarier than it, than it is. But if you anything assume, in the shadows. Yeah. But it, as soon yeah. as you're like, hey, I just want to talk about this and you put it out there and you're like, wow, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It, or it's like, oh, yeah, we got through that. That wasn't that bad. You know, oh, there's yeah. so we can we can definitely just take the first step, have the conversation. Yeah. And in our next episode, we'll be talking about how to really do that. Really going to dig into what you need to do. What are the steps to having healthy conversations right. with particularly your spouse, but also they can be really for anybody and how to talk about money, keep it from getting awkward, for turning into something that you really don't want it to be. One of the best ways to make sure that it's not an awkward conversation is to use this podcast as a facilitator of the conversation. Share this with your spouse so that you guys can start talking about money more often and making it a lot easier for the two of you. And then, of course, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, please do hit subscribe and leave us a review. If you have an extra two minutes, we would really appreciate your support. That helps grow our show, helps more people find this content. If you think that this is something that more people need to hear about, but maybe you're not comfortable sharing this episode with your best friend, but maybe if you leave a review, maybe they'll stumble upon it 
and it'd be excellent, right? So everybody wins. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you could leave us a review, that'd be really helpful. But definitely make sure that you hit subscribe so that you don't miss another episode. And until our next episode, I'm Rebecca. And I'm Dylan. And, and we're, we're Rad, Rad Coaches. Coaches.